man, I'm built different, period. I rarely go out, and I always felt like if other cats was out partying and I was home studying, I would have an edge. But like, I'm literally like, all right, I will party later. I work hard now, so the second half of my life, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. That's 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 been my mentality. It's like I'm not going to trick off my early years for partying and then worry about struggling. How I'm going to make it? How I'm going to take care of my family? How I'm going to take care of everybody else? Like that's not going to be me. I'm gonna grind it out now. I'm saying I'm gonna set up the foundation so I can enjoy myself later. That's good. You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always gonna keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Let's fucking go, man. I'm back, y'all. Hi. What's going on, man? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. The number one podcast when it comes to creativity and honesty, passion, knowledge, the whole bit. I'm your host, Jordan Turner. So, what do y'all want to talk about? What do y'all want to talk about today? You guys want to talk about predictions? I got that for y'all. I'll give you guys my predictions on WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver. You guys want to talk about some news? I got a, I got one news article here. So we'll get to that. I want to say that um, I want to be, I really want to be the um, NF of the wrestling community. He's a man that doesn't put out a lot of music. But when he puts out his music, it's very impactful. That's what I want to do in the wrestling community, in the wrestling space. I'm a wrestling fan that is, if you're new to the podcast, I'm kind of reintroducing myself. If you're an OG of the podcast, y'all know what it is. Y'all know what I bring to the table. But if you're a newbie, um, this wrestling podcast is filled with nothing but honesty truth opinions I don't sugarcoat anything um, I give you guys a perspective that is very creative I use the word creative a lot and that's kind of what I built my podcast really on creative and honesty of course very knowledgeable um, so every week or every time I'm on here that's what you guys are going to be getting you're going to get that today you're going to get that on Saturday, not only for NXT TakeOver, which I will be reviewing NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver in Los Angeles. Uh, Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, I can't wait for that, um, along with the other matches on the card. And then, of course, I will be reviewing WrestleMania 39 right here on the podcast uh, with the homies uh, Dante and uh, John. Hopefully, John can make it. But um, as of now, us three will be reviewing WrestleMania Night one and night two together, and that should be fun. So, yeah, man, if you guys are just new to the podcast, you're just finding it, listen, tap in, grab some wine, man, chill out, and uh, enjoy enjoy the podcast because you're going to be hearing someone that is very passionate, creative, and knowledgeable, and real, someone that brings real opinions to the table. So, Pro wrestling is real hot right now. WWE is real hot right now. 
All right. There's a lot of good things that are happening in the world of professional wrestling, right? WWE's on fire. We got NXT TakeOver. Uh, the whole bit. Everything's going off in WWE on a uh, positive note. I'm going to talk about NXT TakeOver first. I'm going to get to NXT TakeOver. I'll talk about it, and then the rest will be all about WrestleMania. Are you guys excited for NXT TakeOver? Um, I'm actually really excited. I think the card looks solid. Um, I love that they're gonna actually going to be in a stadium um, with a lot of people. Um, so I think that's going to be great. Uh, this is NXT's opportunity to really hone in on the future. And it's really an opportunity for NXT to uh, put in that work and really showcase the roster. And I think that's what they're going to do. So this match uh, we're going to talk about first is Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes for the NXT Championship. I watched the video package between Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker. That shit was fucking tough. That shit was tough. It was awesome. I enjoyed it. Braun Breaker has been champion for two years now. That's great. If you guys, again, are new, I have been saying for months, for years, really, even before I began this podcasting journey, I said that we need champions that have long reigns, two years, a year and a half, maybe three years. They got to have a long reign because when they eventually lose the belt, it's going to be a big deal. Braun Breaker beats opponent after opponent after opponent. Understand? So he's been on fire. I feel like his character is very generic. Um, I understand why they made him the face of NXT. Um, I've always felt like it was going to be one of these two men that were the face of NXT. Um, you got Braun Breaker and then you got him. I'll get to him in a second. But Braun Breaker, great look. Um, good on the microphone. He's really good. All right. At the end of the day, he is very, very good. I see his time coming up at TakeOver LA. I see a new champion. I'm going with him. Him being Carmelo Hayes. Braun Breaker will be going up to the main roster. That is my prediction. Um, he will be going up to the main roster after WrestleMania. And if that is the case, I don't give a fuck who's on creative. If it's Triple H, if Vince has a hand in it, but it ultimately is Triple H's say. I don't care. Braun Breaker better have a plan. You better have a plan for Braun Breaker to be on the main roster. Because if you don't have a plan, what's the point of him being on the main roster in the first place? Gotta think about that. You can't just put any old body on the main roster and not have anything for them. You feel me? That just... My knowledge doesn't comprehend that. That doesn't make sense, right? So... You look at it, Braun Breaker's been undefeated. He's been putting in that work. He's been putting in that grind. But Carmelo Hayes has always been the 1A, the 1B. 
right? Not the guy, but he's always been right there. You know, Braun Breaker reminds me of a Roman Reigns and Carmelo Hayes reminds me of a Seth Rollins. You know, Seth Rollins wants to be the guy. He is a guy in some fans' eyes as the guy. But let's be real. Come on. We all know it's Roman Reigns. Let's flip that for a second. Braun Breaker is Roman Reigns. Carmelo Hayes is Seth Rollins. Period. Now, Carmelo Hayes might turn into Roman Reigns now because my prediction is I am going with Carmelo Hayes. I see him winning the championship. I see him being the new head, being the new king of NXT. Carmelo Hayes will be beating Braun Breaker and Braun Breaker will be going up to the main roster. And we'll see what happens with Braun Breaker, man. I don't want a fantasy book or anything like that. I kind of just want to see what's next for him if he does lose and how he's presented on the main roster. Next up, we're going to talk about the NXT Women's Championship ladder match. Roxanne Perez, the champion. Gigi Dolan, Indy Hartwell, uh, Leela uh, Valkyrie, my girl Tiffany Stratton, and Zoe Starks. You guys know how I sounded when I just said Tiffany Stratton. So... Right off rip, Tiffany Stratton, I am picking to win this match. Tiffany Stratton came along, you know, slowly but surely. The women's division right now at NXT is very promising. You got a lot of potential top faces, you know, on that division. But... Tiffany Stratton really just, she stuck out. Not only is she very gorgeous, but she has a great look. She has a good character. The uh, princess, the one that's bitchy and, and always trying to get her way. And, you know, and she does get her way because she's very good at what she does. Um, listen, at the end of the day, no matter who's in this match, I'm going with Tiffany Stratton. I think Roxanne Perez is a prodigy in the making. She's very young. Obviously, management from the booking of her loves her. And she needs to be on the main roster. You need to start putting new faces on the main roster. I don't think Roxanne Perez is going to be the only one on the main roster. Excuse me for one second. <clears throat> I don't think that... She's going to be the only one on the main roster. I actually see Indy Hartwell as well being moved to the main roster. I see Tiffany Stratton getting the win in the ladder match and becoming the new NXT Women's Champion, as she rightfully deserves. And then after that, we're going to see feuds with Cora Jade. We're going to get that eventual rivalry with Nikita Lyons um, and others as well in that women's division. But I think the time is now for Tiffany Stratton. She has proved herself a month. This woman is so good. And she really is going to be a big star for the women's division for years to come. Not only on NXT, but on the main roster. I see her getting the win. She will capture the NXT Women's Championship. Johnny Gargano versus Grayson Waller in an unsanctioned match. This has been pretty good, man. The feud has been really good. I've been very impressed with Grayson Waller. He is really, really good. And a lot of cats in the community, 
you know, have been kind of, I would say they would look at Grayson Waller and they would be like, yo, Grayson Waller reminds me of this person. He reminds me of this person. But the one guy that I always hear fans say that Grayson Waller reminds them of is a young Randy Orton. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, yo, that's a, that's a big compliment for Grayson Waller to be among with one of the goats in the game. I don't know, man. But as the months went on and I was watching him and, you know, watching his work, he kind of does remind me of Randy Orton, like no cap. So I think Grayson Waller is the future. Grayson Waller is really, really good. I love his character. The He's pretty much like a Jake Paul, um, Logan Paul type of character. You know, he can wrestle. He's very good on the microphone. Grayson Waller is going to be the future, no question. Uh, Johnny Gargano is going to be putting this man over, and I love that. The face of NXT, black and gold, is potentially maybe pushing over, you know, the new face of NXT 2.0 with Grayson Waller. I got Grayson Waller getting the win here, and Johnny Gargano doing the comeuppance for Grayson Waller. Next up, NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Fallen Henley and Nikita uh, James, they're the champions, versus Alba Fire and... Lasladon, Isladon, excuse me. Um, I don't really know what really to say here. I mean, I don't really pay attention to NXT that much. In regards to this feud, I really haven't been paying attention, so I'm just going to go on a whim, and I'm going to say uh, Fallen Henley and James retain the titles. That's all I'm going to say there. Now, this match, outside of the women's ladder match, outside of Braun Breaker, and him, all right, Carmelo Hayes, this ladder match, I'm looking forward to this shit. This shit's going to be a banger. No question. Uh, NXT North American Championship Fatal 4-Way match. Um, Wesley, um, Axiom, Dragon Lee, um, what's it called? Uh, JD McDonough, excuse me, and Ilyano Dragunov. I don't know why I froze there. My brain froze, but we're all good. This match is about to be a fucking beast. It's going to be great. Now, do I see a title change here? Um, first of all, Dragon Lee just came in, so he's not winning this match. Axiom, come on. Axiom is great, but I don't see him winning the title. Um, Ilyano Dragunov, possibility. Because this guy's a badass. So it's a real possibility that he could win. I could see him winning. Um, also, a guy that I can see winning is J.D. McDonough. J.D. McDonough is a fucking menace. A menace. Um, he plays his role so well. So, J.D. McDonough is really good at his work. Um, I can see him winning as well. Um, I'm kind of torn. I'm kind of torn here. I'm actually going to go with the safe bet, and I'm going to go with Wesley retaining. I'm going to go with Wesley retaining, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Next up, mixed tag team match, Chase University, Andre Jace, uh, Duke Hudson, um, and The Hall and Tyler Bate versus Axie, Joe Gacy, Alva Rain, Jager Raid, and Rip Floor. The stipulation is, if Exling wins... They get control of Chase University. 
I don't give a single fuck about this. But I am going to go with Chase University getting the win there. Next up, NXT Tag Team Championship Triple Threat Match. Um, We got, let's see here, the Creed Brothers. I love the Creed Brothers. They're so good. Um, Channing Stacks, uh, Lorenzo, and Tony D'Angelo. And then we also got Gallus. So this one is gonna, another sleeper banger here right now. It's going to be another sleeper hit here. Um, I think I'm going to go with... Um, Let's see. This is interesting. This is pretty tough. It's pretty tough. I'm actually going to go with uh, Gallows to retain their titles. I think the UK boys are going to retain their titles. And they're going to remain NXT Tag Team Champions. There you go. Those are my predictions for NXT. Now we're going to get to WrestleMania, baby. Let's get it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wrestling Table Podcast. How y'all feeling? Y'all feeling good? All right, bet. Hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I apologize again that I've been missing, but uh, listen, quality over quantity. All right. WrestleMania 39. Holy shit. I really can't believe WrestleMania 39 is like literally here. It's crazy. It's crazy. Today's... Today's Thursday, we pop it off, tomorrow's Friday, and then we got TakeOver tomorrow morning, or not tomorrow morning, but Saturday morning, I'm going to hit the gym before the show, so I'm going to go to the gym real, real early, maybe like at 7 or so, um, and then I'm going to hit the gym, be back before TakeOver, watch the show, do the review, and then later in the day, got WrestleMania, baby, night one, you feel me? Let's get it, so... It's going to be a great weekend. Again, I hope you guys stay tapped and stay tuned right here on the Wrestling Takeover podcast for all of your WrestleMania coverage. I'd greatly appreciate it. WrestleMania, man, we're actually going to talk about a news report before we get into um, WrestleMania and my predictions. So this report is actually coming from Fightful. Jeff Jarrett had this to say. Roman Reigns winning at WrestleMania 39 would hurt him more than it would hurt Cody. Uh, I'm going to read the article. So Jeff Jarrett says that he believes Roman Reigns winning the WrestleMania 39 match would hurt him more than it would hurt Cody. Rose has been riding plenty of momentum since he won the 2023 Men's World Rumble match, and he will aim to dethrone the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns at WWE WrestleMania 39. Reigns' title run spans over 900 days. That's crazy. And while many fans predict that Rose will win the gold, I don't know about that. Um, some believe that Reigns will retain at WrestleMania 39. Speaking on his My World with Jeb Jarrett podcast, the WWE Hall of Famer was asked how he would book the outcome of the match, and if it was up to him. Everybody want to be armchair booker. That's crazy. Um, I mean, I'm armchair booking, so, I mean, that's all right. But the difference is between me and other people when it comes to armchair booking, I'm fucking good at it. So, <laughs> we know that. 
So this is crazy. So this is what Jeff Jarrett had to say, quote, there is no doubt in my mind. And look, you can get all kinds of menace and however you want to slice it, but a big show and a big stage. And look, you can say fundamentals, the basics, uh, building blocks. You can put all of it, all your eggs in one basket, but I don't remember a time and I'm sure maybe a Cena in the early days, but I don't remember a time off the top of my head in that industry had the opportunity because Cody and they positioned it. Yes. It's lingering and winning a title that his father never won. That's emotional kind of Cody going around or Cody going away. Maybe not having the most successful run depends on what merit you want to use as he went away, started from the ground up all the independent scenes. Obviously the story at AEW goes without saying, uh, this is a part of this story and him going back the opportunity and now on the opposite side of the fence, it's a guy that hasn't been beat in three years. You don't really get those opportunities to come around. There's only one finish. I'll say this. If Roman Reigns didn't do the honors, I truly believe it would hurt Roman Reigns more than it would hurt Cody Rhodes. Huh? Okay. So Jeb Jarrett continued by explaining that he believes decisions is a no-brainer. He pointed that Reigns' light schedule and started that or stated that he doesn't think this approach is suitable. Jeb Jarrett used TV shows and movies as an example and noting that the product suffers when the top star is not present on most shows. Huh. Okay. Cardango recently shared his belief that Cody Rhodes will defeat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39. And um, I don't have the article here, but he pretty much agrees with what Jeff Jarrett had to say. Okay. I'm going to pause on my opinion because I'm about to give you guys my predictions for WrestleMania. I will get back to the article in a bit, but I want to take this time to give you guys my predictions for WrestleMania 39 and my overall thoughts on the feuds. And what I really see happening in regards to all of these matches. So we're going to actually start from the lower. All right. We're going to start from the bottom and work our way up to the main event scene. We're going to start with Dominic Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio. I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay. This match has been built very good. Very, very good. In fact, outside of the bloodline stuff, this has actually been the best booked, produced um, match, right? From a story perspective, other than the bloodline, of course. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic is a match I've pitched um, for months. Um, it's just the way it is. If you guys follow me on Twitter, at JT Takeover, you guys would know that I'm not joking. Um, I actually tweeted, you know, this match idea months ago. That this needs to be the final destination for uh, the Mysterios. I think Rey Mysterio is going to put over Dominic Mysterio. I'm going with Dominic Mysterio to get the win here. Uh, 
and he will um, beat his father. I'm throwing out a prediction. I think Dominic Mysterio was going to come out to Eddie Guerrero's theme song, and he's going to come out in a lowrider. I swear to God, if that happens, I'm going to LOL. I am going to LOL. I think that's going to be fucking nuts if he really comes out with the uh, lowrider um, and Eddie Guerrero's actual theme song and kind of similar look. I think that would be great. Uh, we love you, Eddie. So I think that would be good and a good homage to uh, Eddie Guerrero. All right, next up, we're going to talk about Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, and the Viking Raiders. This is a four-way match. Um, This match should be pretty solid. Um, This match should be really good, I believe. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Um, Again, it's to just get these people on the card. I mean, that's how it is. I'm more of quality over quantity. Not everybody deserves to be on WrestleMania. If you didn't really do anything throughout the year, that was, excuse me, important. Really don't need to be on the card, but it is what it is. <clears throat> so I'm going to go with Braun Strowman and Ricochet. I think they're going to get the win. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, nothing really else there. So let's get to the women's one. We're going to talk about the women's tag team match. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus uh, Natalia and Shotzi, who are just a weird team. That just doesn't make any sense to me that they are a real team. Um, I'm actually re-watching the AEW All Access show right now while I'm actually recording. This is pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so, the ladies match, right? I think I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. I think I'm going to go with them. If Ronda Rousey's not back in time, I could see... Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez getting the win. But my original pick is Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. I think they're going to get the opportunity at the tag team titles. This match for the Intercontinental Championship, Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. This match is a finna be a fucking banger. A banger. All right. In terms of match... This is the best match that I am really looking for. And I mean really looking forward to. I, um, <clears throat> I think all three um I think all three men are gonna put on a great performance. It's been talked about, man, you know, should Gunther retain? Gunther doesn't need it. Gunther can challenge for the world championship. Whoop de woo, woo woo, all of it, right? Sheamus should be the one to pin Gunther. Whoop-dee-woo, right? Drew's in here. He's just probably going to get the pinfall. Whatever. If that was the case, why are you doing a triple threat match? The story is Gunther and Sheamus. It's not Gunther and Drew. It's not Sheamus and Drew. It's Gunther and Sheamus. That's the story. Maybe maybe Drew McIntyre is here to just eat the pinfall. No matter what, man. Everybody, for the most part, I see are going with Sheamus. There's a lot of people like myself, though. There's, there's a few people like myself that are going with Gunther. I'm going with Gunther. I'm having Gunther retain. 
Gunther has not done anything at all to make me believe that he should lose the Intercontinental title. People are only saying Sheamus because he deserves it. He should have beat Gunther in the first place, people are saying, and they're also saying that he will be a Grand Slam champion if he wins the Intercontinental title. If it was anybody else, if it was Drew, I would have said Sheamus. If it was somebody else, I would have said Sheamus. This is Gunther. Gunther can still do a lot of things with the Intercontinental title. So I am going with Gunther to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Next up, Edge versus Finn Balor inside Hell in a Cell. Thank God we are not only getting a stipulation Hell in a Cell match to end a feud. Thank God. But it looks like from what pictures I've been seeing, it looks like we're getting the old school Hell in a Cell structure design back. Fuck the red. That shit was fucking lame. And it looked weird. Let's get the OG Hell in a Cell back. Thank God for Triple H. Thank God. Um, This feud has been very, very good. Very good. It's been shining bright on Finn Balor with the Judgment Day. I love Judgment Day. Judgment Day has been absolutely phenomenal. One of the best factions in professional wrestling today. Uh, it's been getting um, Mommy over, Rhea Ripley. I'll talk about her soon. It's been getting Finn Balor over. It's been getting Damian Priest. He's all right. Damian Priest to me is kind of, ah, but he's been getting over as well. He's been getting opportunities as well, even though he is the only Judgment Day guy not wrestling. It's crazy. Um, so that's that. Finn Balor is going to bring in the demon. This motherfucker is going to bring in the demon. So guess what? Edge is losing. Edge doesn't need this win. In reality, he kind of does because he's been getting his ass beat a lot by Judgment Day. But Edge losing this match isn't going to hurt Edge at all. It'll hurt Finn Balor. I'll tell you that. It'll not only hurt Finn Balor, but it'll hurt Judgment Day. Just a bit. Just a bit. Mommy will take care of that. I'll get to her soon. But um, if Finn Balor loses, it will hurt him and Judgment Day. If Edge loses, it's not going to hurt Edge whatsoever. So at the end of the day, I'm going with the demon Finn Balor to get the win. Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. I'm actually looking forward to this match. This match should be pretty good. Now, I will say Lita and Trish... I love them both. They're both goats to me. I really pray that both of them don't fuck up. They don't fuck up on their cues, on everything. Their timing, right? I hope they they are swell swimming in this match and we don't see botch after botch after botch because that's that really would kind of be embarrassing. And, and I love both women and I don't want to be saying that type of thing on my podcast when I review this match on whatever night it happens, either Saturday or Sunday, um, I hope this match goes swell smooth. And I think it will. It will be a fun match. Um, in terms of, you know, watching the match, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be exciting. There's rumors saying that Trish Stratus is going to eventually turn heel 
And that actually got teased a bit on Ms. TV. If y'all don't remember, Ms. TV was yapping at the mouth at Trish Stratus. Oh, look at Lita and Becky. Lita and Becky are champions. What are you doing? Kind of throwing little dick shots at, you know, Trish Stratus, the GOAT. Um, so that was interesting. Um, and again, rumors saying that Trish Stratus is going to turn heel and be in a rivalry with Becky Lynch leading into SummerSlam. Are we going to get that first step at WrestleMania? It's a real possibility. It really is a big possibility that that could happen. Damage control is fucking awful. Not the individuals. The faction is awful. I need to, I need to go slow because I don't want people... <laughs> I don't want people misconstruing my words. <clears throat> I hate that. I hate when people put words in my... <clears throat> Hold on one second. <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. I hate this, man, but it is what it is. It was going to happen eventually. Even if I recorded later or whatever, I'm always going to start coughing, man. I'm, I got to get over the sickness. But um, as I was saying, damage control. I love all three women. Eel Sky, that's my girl. You know, Dakota Kai, my girl. Bailey, my girl. I love them. But as a faction, they fucking suck. What's their purpose? To damage what? The division? You well, you did damage the division because the women's division was already damaged before you came there. And then when you went and became a faction, the women's division was already damaged. And Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch dropped some truth bombs in this bitch on Monday Night Raw, dropping facts after facts after facts after facts. Pretty much, Becky Lynch kind of jumbled every single fan's opinion on damage control and threw it right at their face and said, here, this is what I think about y'all. This is what the fans think about y'all. I'm dropping fact bomb after fact bomb after fact bomb. Period. And that's what she did. So people crucified her for that. I don't know why. People are just very sensitive, man. It's a storyline. It's fake. But the reality in that fakeness is damage control really is damaged. It's just how it is, man. Watch the show. I say that every time. Watch the show. You will see why I say the things that I say. All right. So at the end of the day, who I got winning this match. But that's why y'all are here. Who am I picking to win this match? Damage control really needs this match bad. Like stat. So that I'm going with damage control. The problem is someone's going to have to get pinned here. Lita is the champion. Becky is the champion. You're going to pin you're going to pin Trish Stratus. Why would you pin the tag team champions? Unless you're going to get an opportunity at those titles. That's a possibility. But I think Trish Stratus is going to get pinned. I think Lita or Becky are going to kind of have a miscue and all this other stuff. And they're going to cost each other the match. I'm having Trish Stratus get pinned. And then that's going to set Trish Stratus off and be pissed off. We're going to see an interaction between Becky Lynch and Trish where... Um, Becky Lynch fucks up on a cue to protect Trish. Lead is already down and Trish gets attacked and she gets pinned. And Trish Stratus is going to bundle all of that up. She's going to take it to whatever this happens. She's going to turn heel on Becky and we're going to get that rivalry at SummerSlam. That's what I think is going to happen. Next up, the actual match that will open 
WrestleMania 39 on Saturday night. The United States Championship, Austin Theory versus John Cena. Austin Theory is winning this match. Simple. End of discussion. That's ending that discussion. But I want to talk to y'all about something real quick. I don't understand. I'm putting my phone down with this shit. I don't understand the Austin Theory hate. If you're a fan of my podcast, you guys know that I'm a big advocate of Austin Theory. You guys follow me on Twitter. You guys follow me on Instagram. You guys know I'm a big advocate for Austin Theory. But to those people out there in the community, and I know who you are because I see you guys. I see your tweets. What's your problem with Austin Theory? What's your problem? One of the homies I'm going to be watching WrestleMania with. He doesn't like Austin Theory either. Why? Is it his promo skills? His promo skills are really good. What's his problem? What's your problem with him? Is his in-ring ability? Is it his character? He's a whiny. He was that previously. That was him before Triple H took over. Now Triple H took over. Austin Theory is the real fucking deal. I'll say, I'll just say this. I always like to keep it a buck with y'all. Always love to keep it 100. Always love to keep it real. This is the truth. You people out there that hate Austin Theory, cut the shit. Stop whining. Stop bitching and moaning. Because guess what? That man is going to be on your TV screens for years to come on top of the card. Unless something happens. Unless it's him or something out of his control and something happens. Austin Theory is going to be the future top superstar in the WWE. Rather you like it or not. So you need to get used to seeing Austin Theory on top of the card. Bottom line. And that is going to start at WrestleMania against John Cena. And he will beat John Cena. Why is John Cena and Austin Theory starting first? Uh, I'm thinking that maybe John Cena has somewhere to go. John Cena has a movie to do or whatever, a TV show, and he wants to get it and get out. That's a possibility. I don't know. But it's interesting why they're starting first. We'll see. But all the Austin Theory hate, y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop. Y'all sound like babies. That's it. You guys are hating for no reason. There's no reason why you should hate Austin Theory. There's no way. And it's actually like they hate him. They don't like him. It's not, a, it's not like, oh, they're a part of the character. Oh, they're mad because why? Mr. McMahon was pushing him down our throats, right? That was a narrative once before. Okay, so now Triple H took over and he's not really doing that. So why do you hate him? I don't know. It's weird, but whatever. Another match that is going to be a sleeper hit. There's a lot of really good matches on this card. It's crazy. <clears throat> Seth Rollins going one-on-one -on -one with Logan Paul. <clears throat> Let me repeat that again. Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. This match is going to be so fucking good. So so good. 
Logan Paul has done a tremendous job at this WWE life. He's a very good in-ring performer. He really, really is. He's really good on the microphone as well, too. Seth Rollins. What else can I say about Seth Rollins? This guy is one of my favorites in the business today. I love him. He's over as fuck. When he comes out, that crowd about to go crazy. That crowd about to go crazy singing his song. It's gonna be it's gonna be awe inspiring when he comes out and that crowd sings his theme song. Um, it's just an aura about it, you know. When he comes out, Logan Paul and Seth Rollins are gonna deliver. They're gonna put on a great performance. I'm going with Seth Rollins, of course. Logan Paul does not need this match whatsoever. Um, I know Logan Paul's contract really is expiring soon after WrestleMania, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, in my opinion, I think they should resign Logan Paul on a match-by-match basis. That's how I feel about it. After this match, Seth Rollins really needs to go into the main event scene. Um, we need that Seth Rollins back on the main event scene in WWE in 2023. Let's make it happen. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Tell me why this match might not be that. I hope to God it's not that bad. Why am I giving this match the benefit of the doubt? Because it's Brock Lesnar. That's why. Um, I'm going with Omas. I'm actually going with Omas. I think Omas is going to win. I think Brock Lesnar is going to put over Omas. Why are you fighting Omas if you're not going to put the guy over? Doesn't make sense, right? Tell me when I'm telling lies. Come on. That makes no sense. So we'll see. Um, I'm going with uh, Omas. So there you go. Undisputed Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Short and sweet, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are getting this win. They are going to become the new Tag Team Champions. Now, they need to redefine the Tag Team Division once Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win. We need DIY back. The War Raiders, we need all that shit. They need to put the tag team division in the forefront. You follow me? So, again, guys, I always keep it 100 on the podcast, man. It's just, it's how I feel about it. I'm watching the same thing you guys are. And the tag team division is not that good right now on both brands, period. So, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, the War Raiders, uh, the Street Profits, you know, you still got the Usos. DIY, put Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa back together. Um, you got so many other teams there, man. Um, you know, that you can, you know, do really good in the tag team division. I think 2023 needs to be a regime uh, for the tag team division and rebirth the tag team division. <clears throat> so, yeah, so we'll see. Raw Women's Championship. This match has been awfully booked. Awful. And guess what? Both ladies are going to put on a banger. Both ladies, Asuka and Bianca Belair. They're going to put on a good performance. 
Bianca Belair has been champion for, I think around WrestleMania would be like a year, I believe, right? So she's been doing a real good job. I think her reign's been, uh, it's been all right. It's been all right. I'm trying to be fair. It's been all right. Asuka comes in wearing the clown makeup. So we got Kana in WWE. So that was something. I loved it. Um, when she got the clown makeup on and she took off that mask and seen her clown makeup, the fans went crazy for her. They popped heavy for it. It was at the Royal Rumble. Um, here's the facts. The fact is this. There are people that are bored of Bianca Belair's title run. There are people that want Bianca Belair to turn heel. I'm one of those people in terms of I need her to turn heel. I need the EST of NXT on Monday Night Raw. Asuka is going to win this match. I am going with Asuka, and I'm having Asuka go on a killer run on Monday Night Raw. And she will. I'm going to fantasy book right now. I'm having Asuka beat everybody else until she gets in the ring with EO Sky. I'm going to have EO Sky be the one to beat Asuka. That's what the ultimate story should be. It should be Asuka. It should be EO Sky going one on one for the Raw Women's title at the end of everything and have EO beat Asuka. That starts at EO winning the women's money in the bank. But that's how I feel about it. But if that is the case and Asuka does win, Asuka needs to go on a year-long reign with that title and you save EO for Asuka at WrestleMania 40. I'm just saying. I know anything can happen and, and you know, both ladies could leave the company or whatever. Something catastrophic can happen. But I'm thinking long-term, Asuka holding the title all the way to WrestleMania. If Bianca can do it, so can Asuka. Asuka holds until WrestleMania 40. She gets challenged by Io Shirai, and we go from there. SmackDown Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley is winning this match. That's it. That's it. Rhea Ripley better win this match. Because I kid you not, if she doesn't win this match, yo, if she doesn't win this match, I'm going off. She's winning this match. She will become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. And when she does, she needs to go on a long streak just like Asuka. A year and a half as champion, hold it until WrestleMania 40, until someone is built up to eventually dethrone Rhea Ripley. Mommy has got to come out on top. No question. Main event. Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes. Universal Championship on the line. This is interesting. Jeff Jarrett. Let's go back to Jeff Jarrett. He says Roman Reigns winning at WrestleMania 39 would hurt him more than it would hurt Cody. <clears throat> um, How would it hurt Roman if he retained the title? Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about that real quick. How would that hurt Roman Reigns? If he retains the title. Hmm. I can't put my finger on it. Because I don't know why he would say something like that. 
in my opinion, it really wouldn't hurt Roman at all if he retained the title. <clears throat> you should blame Vince McMahon for that. Vince McMahon is the reason why Roman has two belts. Not Roman Reigns. I've said this once. I'll say it again for the last time. <sighs> All right. So this is going to be a long one. All right. How do I want to attack this? Roman Reigns is nearing a thousand days as universal WWE champion. Is WWE really going to have Roman? Think about it for a second. Is WWE going to have Roman Reigns drop the title before he surpasses a thousand days? They recently started to bring it up on TV. Recently. They don't bring that up for the sake of, oh, continuing, you know, the, the storyline. No, there's a reason why you keep bringing that up. There's a reason. Roman Reigns is title run. I haven't been bored. Um, I'm still not bored as of Thursday, March 30th, 2023. I'm not bored. This man will go down. His title run, not him, but the title run that he is on whenever it ends. If it doesn't at WrestleMania, his run will go down as one of the best in the last decade or two <clears throat> some people say some people say all time man, it's really tough being sick <clears throat> it's really tough man I'm so sorry I'm I'm almost I'm almost uh, getting very irritated but uh, I'm gonna keep pushing through uh, Roman Reigns, listen, Roman Reigns being champion for so long isn't hurting me. It's not hurting me at all. He's been champion for three years. And you upset about that? Why are you upset about that? We need champions that have prestige. We need these championships to have prestige. Roman Reigns has brought prestige back to both the Universal Championship and the WWE Championship. I don't mind when Roman Reigns doesn't come out every couple weeks. It doesn't really bother me. Because you know why? When he comes out, it's important. The match is important. The feel of it is important. The promo is important. Everything's important when Roman Reigns comes out. I understand people want an every week champion. I understand. But listen... The WWE is going to be the same if Roman Reigns wins or not. If Roman wins, it's going to be the same WWE. Cody wins. It's going to be the same WWE. You guys are going to complain, and then you guys are going to move on. You'll find something else to complain about. That's how we do it in the wrestling community. We complain, and then we find something else to complain about. Period. So... Cody Rhodes, I need to finish the story. You do need to finish the story. You do need to finish the story. But Cody, your story 
with Roman Reigns feels a little rushed. Feels a little rushed. You have been undefeated this entire time since you've came in to WWE and you returned back to the company. You have not had one loss. Your American Nightmare character does not know how it feels to lose, my friend. This is where I have been trying to tell my, my people, man, my friends for, for months, for a cool minute now. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare needs to feel how it feels to lose. He needs a reality check. The American Nightmare needs... The American Nightmare needs a reality check. He needs to know how it feels to lose. He needs to be rebuilt up. The character, I feel, doesn't have a lot of juice to take down the tribal chief. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, has never seen this version of Roman Reigns in the head of the table. Cody Rhodes himself has just never seen Roman Reigns like this before. This is a different animal. This is a different beast. He says to Sola Sequoia, you're not ready. Okay. Cody. Are you ready? Are you really ready for the head of the table? Are you really ready for Roman Reigns? Cody Rhodes might be ready, but is the American Nightmare ready? Possibly. He might actually beat Roman Reigns. I'm not going to sweat it. I'm not going to sweat it. I'm not going to be mad. My prediction is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going with Roman Reigns. I'm going with someone that a lot of people are not going with. I'm going with Roman Reigns to retain the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. Now, there is a storyline. I've mentioned it multiple times. There's a storyline with Roman Reigns where Roman Reigns loses and he goes on a depression storyline he cannot believe that he's not the head of the table anymore he cannot believe he is not the universal champion and wwe champion anymore he starts losing his shit he doesn't know how to cooperate he doesn't know how to cope with not being the head of the table anymore <coughs> excuse me so um yeah there's a storyline right there for roman reigns and the bloodline storyline y'all know what it is Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Solo. I see in a rumor of Solo versus Roman, maybe, at SummerSlam. We could do that without the championship. That's if Cody wins. There's a storyline right there for Roman Reigns. Get right back where he picked up. Roman Reigns is gone. Uh, Solo or Jimmy and Jay Uso take over the bloodline. Roman doesn't like what they're doing. He comes back, and we get that at SummerSlam without, obviously, the championship because Roman Reigns would have lost it by then. So there's a storyline there. Number two, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes can restart, people. Roman Reigns lost to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34, but then he won it at SummerSlam. Why can't Cody do the same thing here? Why can't Cody Rhodes do the same thing here? Has it been done before? Of course. People are over here and having this mindset, y'all, that like, oh, Cody is the only one. That, that shit beat Roman. Cody is the only option. Motherfucker. That's not true. Nigga, that's not true. That's not true. 
Okay? <laughs> it's not true. I'm tired of that narrative. That shit's ridiculous. That's not true. You got Gunther. You got Randy Orton. You got LA Knight. You got Bray Wyatt. You got multiple people to choose from if it's not Cody. <clears throat> Seth Rollins. Gunther. Realistically. Should have the potential to beat Roman Reigns. Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, not really, but Kevin Owens. Seth Rollins. Should have had, really, the shot is to beat Roman. Drew McIntyre at Clash of the Castle. Should have beaten Roman. And you pick Cody. Is Cody the best option? Apparently so to a lot of people. Were they waiting this entire time for Roman Reigns to lose to just drop the title to Cody Rhodes? It's a possibility. But again, I'm going with Roman Reigns. I have Roman Reigns retaining the championships. And I'm going to see the community go out in a blaze of glory. Pissed. Anger. Cody Rhodes can win. We can have a happily ever after. Roman Reigns goes off to the sunset. He comes back in the bloodline storyline. It's all fucked up. And then we get Roman and Jimmy and Jay, whatever, solo. We get all that stuff at SummerSlam. <clears throat> and then Cody Rhodes by SummerSlam can be champion still. And maybe he can go against Gunther or Randy Orton. Those are the two opponents. If Cody Rhodes is going to win the WWE Championship, this guy needs to have at least a year-long reign with the title. Roman Reigns has been champion for three fucking years. And you're going to have Cody Rhodes come Walton right up in this motherfucker. And then you're going to have the nigga only have like fucking two, three, four months as champ. Why'd you take the title off Roman if you were going to do something like that? You follow me? That shit don't make no sense. That shit don't add up. Period. And that's how I talk, y'all. So, whatever. <clears throat> so, it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? So, Roman Reigns, I have him winning. And those are all my predictions, ladies and gentlemen. I got to get out of here, man. I feel sick as a dog. I'm about to get into work right now, so... Um, I'll talk to y'all later, man. Again, follow me on social media at JT Takeover on Twitter, Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. Shout out to all the fam on Instagram. Thank you for the continued love and support. It really means a lot to me, man. It really does. Um, I'm going to actually be on IG on Saturday, maybe at the gym or uh, on my way home to kind of just talk about WrestleMania a little bit more. And, and uh, before NXT Takeover, we'll have a little fun on IG. Um, and uh, be sure to check out the reviews for both TakeOver LA and WrestleMania on Saturday. Uh, thank you guys for the support. Love you guys. Check out my new article, uh, You're Not Ready, Cody Rhodes on DiscussPW.com. Y'all have a good rest of your day, and I'll see y'all on Saturday and Sunday for WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver. <laughs>